0: another episode of the standing room only podcast episode number 88 we are inching closer to that 100 to the century mark it is august 25th which means nfl is around the corner so this episode we will feature some nfl predictions make sure you are following us on social media we are sr only pod we're on twitter we're on instagram hit that follow button stay interactive you can follow our personal accounts i am i goose with four o's and we have healy as well
1: you follow me at the Healy Six on Twitter and Instagram.
0: So, Healy, you were, you went to a couple of Cubs games back to back. You did some training. Only one, this only past one Cubs
1: game, but I did well, get okay. to go to uh, two games last week. Last week I saw the Nationals were playing in Milwaukee, so I bought tickets. I went to Saturday's game, Josiah Gray. Guy who we've had on the podcast before. If you haven't seen that episode, go check it out. Uh, I went to go meet him. So I bought tickets for that. And then mid last week or last Tuesday, another guest of the podcast, Michael Hermes CEO, got called up to the Cubs. Yes. So I bought tickets to Friday's game. Wanted to be there for his first ever game at Wrigley. So... What was cool about it, I hit up my guy at Obvious Shirts. I'm like, yo, do you know of anyone that sells custom jerseys and can get me one, like, pronto? He's like, yo, my best friend, he owns Clark Street Sports. So I was going to get an authentic jersey. Uh, He did not have the size that I wear, but he was able to make a replica in my size, and it was sick. I got... I got it for free, too. So, shout-out to Clark Street Sports, Obvious Shirts. If you're interested in those, check them out. And I got my own Michael Hermosillo jersey. 32 on the back, Hermosillo. It is legit. And, like, what's what's awesome is because of Joe, like, uh, Obvious Shirts, the guy who owns it, his name's Joe. Pretty good friends with him. So, I had parking, like, right next to Wrigley. It was awesome. Awesome I That's literally awesome. like just parked my car. It was like the lot next to me where he had to pay was like 60 dollars. like, thank you. So parked, walked over to his shop that he's setting up for the future, talked for a little bit, got the jersey, and then was able was able to go to the game. I kid you not. I am probably I was probably the only person in Wrigley. Wear a jersey of a current Cubs player. That's weird. Every single that- I every single jersey was Chris Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, Sandberg, Soriano, like Arietta even guys who are no longer with the team. Ernie Banks, you see a little bit. <laughs> Derek Lee, Ramos Ramirez, like you see all Ramy. those. There isn't really a guy in the Cubs that you would have a jersey of. You might have Wilson. You might have seen a couple Wilsons here and there. Hendricks, he's sure another underrated guy. Like right now, if you were to get a jersey, yeah, Hendricks or Contreras is probably the move. But that's only been the last month. Past five years, it's the main three guys, Rizzo, Baez, and Brian. So two
0: of those behind you right now.
1: yeah. <laughs> So I felt like I was the only person wearing it. I had like a couple people ask too. They're like, "Yo, where'd you get that jersey?" Because they recognize like who's gonna have a Hermosillo jersey? He just got called up. Not a lot of people know about him. And yeah, it was it was pretty cool in that sense. I got to see Mike pinch hit. He struck out a couple times. A little unfortunate. It's all right though. Got to see him play in the 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 city. Connect jerseys. That was awesome. And after the game, well, I was supposed to meet him before the game. He had like a couple of interviews because he's the Chicago guy. They're trying to get as much press for anyone that they can. Unable to see him. Unable to see Justin as well. Justin Steele. So after the game, waited around. Mike texted me. He's like, We're doing testing right now. And by the time that was all over, they kicked us out. So. I went with my friend, Sean, who were like, yo, we're going to go find where they leave, like, leave the building. We, we find that spot. They don't actually leave out of Wrigley Field. They have, like, a little tunnel, and there's, like, a, a shop. So they have the team store, and, like, it's just a building kind of, like, ra- it doesn't look connected, but underground it is connected. So they're able to, like, walk through the clubhouse underneath, come up, and then exit out and quickly get into the parking lot if needed. I was able to see Justin. I wore my steel uh nerves of steel shirt. That was sick. Talk to me about him. it will be the show. And then uh Hermesio's significant other. I don't know what if she's the girlfriend or wife yet. I don't know if he's proposed, but saw her and the and their kid. Went over, said what's up, and then waited for Mike to come out. And he, he wasn't he was a little mad. He struck out a couple times, so he he wasn't as friendly per se. He was like, I just get me out of here. Like I'm pissed. Yeah. yeah so yeah. said what's up regardless, though. Got the jersey signed. Got the photo with the jersey. He thought it was really cool. And that was that was the Cubs day. And then the next day, going to the Brewers game, what's crazy about Milwaukee, we've talked about this with going to see a Bucks game. The drive to Wrigley on Friday was like an hour. It was about an hour. The drive to Milwaukee the following day was an hour and 18 minutes. Like, it's insane how close of a drive it is. Distance-wise, it's not close.
0: but. Mm-hmm is time-wise, insane. Just the high—I mean, where, the the route you take to Wrigley is just. Eventually, it's just congested. Yeah, you sit in traffic. The drive to Milwaukee can be at times, but it opens up eventually, and it's just a a straight shot. I mean, you yep. literally can fly if you're feeling risky. You do eight of the whole way there. Yeah, we so we flew all the way there.
1: Ended up parking. It was pretty hot. Like there, The weather was bad in Illinois. The Cubs game got delayed at one point. And I thought, cool. The roof was open. There was a nice breeze inside. Miller Park, or American Family Park, isn't bad. It's actually pretty cool with like how it's set up. More modern. You don't see a lot of it on TV. Like the concession stand area, the team shop. It's like a brand, It's like a newer stadium. So I like the feel of it. The parking wasn't bad. Got to walk around a little bit. At one point, though, the weather did start getting bad, so they closed the roof, and it was so humid that, like, once the roof closed, the wind was gone, and you were just sitting in the humidity. It was gross. Was that your first time at that stadium? I went like 10 years ago and saw like Albert Pujols and the Cardinals play them. But
0: oh, wow. Okay. Don't really remember
1: okay. too much of that game. I just know the big stars that I saw. and But this was like pretty much the first time since I've been older. Really good experience. Hope to go back at some point. An annoying part is I had great seats, they were pretty cheap too, down the third base line, kind of near the dugout. So in Wisconsin, or in Chicago, for anyone that's listening, White Sox, Cubs, all virtual tickets. You don't get the pay stubs. You could, like, if you, it's rare. But for the most part, everything's sold digitally. Milwaukee, every person had a stub. I was, like, one of the only people that used the app. So I go in there, scan my stuff. It's all good. We go to the game after the game when I when I'm home, I look at my email and it's like, oh, thanks for using the app. You've been selected to upgrade your tickets. I'm like, no, I could have had upgraded tickets just for using the app. Like, oh, I, wow. I was like, I wasn't gonna look because I never knew that was the thing. Like, where yeah. would my tickets have been that would have been better? I don't know, would I have been right behind home plate saying hi on TV? No idea. That's the annoying part. I don't know where they were going to be. It, I'm not mad that I it didn't happen because my seats are cool. But it's just annoying because I'm like, where would they have been? Just the unknown. It's so to meet, I
0: wonder if that's regulated by the state.
1: That's so weird. I have no idea. But I got, got to meet Josiah before the game. I uh, unfortunately could not meet Josh Hader. Tried going over towards the bullpen saying what's up but it was pretty hard to get his attention. He did say, though, next time I go, I will meet him. So we'll see about that. And it, it was weird, too, since I went to games on back-to-back days.
2: I actually saw a few people at the Cubs game that were at, that went to the Brewers game as well.
0: What are the chances? Just baseball fans. That's what that yeah. is.
2: So this guy...
1: He wore like a David Ortiz jersey. He sat in front of me at the Cubs game, and man, I don't know where he came from. It was not my nose was hurting that game the Cubs game. He did not smell the best, so it's easy to easy to remember him and it's a that's a key point because like during the game i w- he was on his phone a bunch. I like peaked a little bit. He was looking at hotels in Milwaukee. He was looking at stuff from, from Milwaukee. I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'll see him there tomorrow. And you saw him there tomorrow. And I That's saw him. I saw him there with his David Ortiz jersey. And I'm like, yep, that makes sense. That makes sense. Why my nose was on fire yesterday? Why it didn't smell great? That right there.
0: He's <laughs> been wearing the same jersey Sweaty. all week. All summer.
1: Yeah, probably. And I saw this other kid with his dad. I remembered him because he had a cast on. I saw him at the Cubs game, and then I saw the cast on him on the at the, the Milwaukee game, too. So, overall, great experience. I'm trying to go back next month. They play the Cubs. I almost wore a shirt that said, I'd rather be at Wrigley to a Brewers Nationals game.
0: You know... <laughs> I feel like there's Cubs fans in every stadium at every game, no matter what. I feel like that's just like law. Like there has Mm -hmm. to be Cubs fans. Oh, man. I'm definitely wearing
1: it next month, but it would have been funny just to wear it to a game where the Cubs weren't even involved and just have a bunch of people just throw profanities at me.
0: Division rival.
1: That's the bottom of the division while they're leading
0: it. Oh, you know that they're going to trash talk.
1: Yep, no doubt about it. Christian Yelich, though, I got to see two home runs from him. One was a grand slam, the game-winning grand slam. Jeez. Overall, Dude,
0: they're coming around. Milwaukee, Milwaukee's coming around. Milwaukee came around, we should say. Yelich, yeah. is, he, is he back to his MVP form? Who knows? He obviously was struggling a little bit. After his injury. Didn't he get hurt the season before?
1: Yeah, twenty nineteen, I think it was. He broke mm-hmm. his kneecap and he hasn't really yeah. been the same. Yep. So it's it's good to see that as being a Cubs fan, I don't like seeing it because it's terrible when he's really good. But for the brewer's sake, good for him. And they have their their stud pitching. They're looking good going into the in the postseason colton wands heating up yep so overall like we might have to just hit up if you're down to go to milwaukee hit up a, a brewer's game <laughs>
2: definitely have to I, hit up a
0: bucks game i yeah definitely definitely got to go to a bucks game i've i know people personally that have gone to their stadium they love it i like going to brewer's games i've gone to one brewer's game a couple of years back, they placed. They faced the Dodgers. Uh, Kershaw was on the mound. It was haters' first game back after the All Star break, where he got destroyed, and obviously a whole lot of other stuff came out.
1: Manny Machado. And
0: Manny Machado. Oh was my a Dodger. There was so. It was and and I felt like I was in like a movie. It was a night game. the The stadium lights were on. Everything was. Ch- Cheap ish, cheaper than Chicago. I'll tell you that. And actually, I've been to a Reds. I've been Great American, and everything was cheap there. So maybe it's just Chicago sucks. But anyways, I just remember like I fell in love with the atmosphere of the stadium, and and maybe it was just that the fact that it was a night game. But you let me know. I'm always I'm game. It doesn't have to be socks. It doesn't have to be Cubs. I'm always down for a game um but we should definitely uh look at some Giannis versus the new and improved Chicago Bulls cuz you know they're going to play multiple times mm-hmm. throughout the season they're in the same division so you could definitely probably uh catch us there I- i'm i'll sit on the floor if i have to maybe not the floor i'll do like one. maybe not levels. the bulls cuz chicago will travel
1: maybe like let's just say Milwaukee the
0: Nets, Milwaukee, the Lakers. One of those. That, games. Would, that would not be a bad idea. That would. What's not opening be. night? I, Milwaukee Nets. <laughs> it is. I so I've yet. I never saw Kobe play. And the year that he was retiring, it was known prices skyrocketed, and I wasn't making as much money as I'm making now. I refuse to go this lifetime without seeing LeBron James play a basketball game. So, in the NBA, like Olympics, I don't even know if he was in the exhibition game that I saw. I couldn't tell Mm -hmm. you. But I need to see LeBron play before he retires, and that's going to include Anthony Davis, who I've never seen. I've seen Westbrook play when he was with OKC, when Durant was still there. Durant hit a game winner, and Westbrook went off. It was the craziest game I've ever seen. But I need to see LeBron James. And Mm -hmm. I, as a basketball fan... The fact that I have yet that well, the fact that I never saw Kobe, obviously, it's never going to happen. And if I go without seeing LeBron James, I am not, to me, I am not a true basketball fan. And I will never be happy as a basketball fan if mm-hmm. I never see LeBron play. So yeah, and let's make it you happen. Might as,
1: you might as well, especially with him being as good as he is still. And with his injuries yeah. he's had the past couple of seasons, I want to hop on that early. I've seen LeBron yeah. play. I saw him play his rookie year. That made me a LeBron fan for a bit. I I rooted for the Cavs. And then I saw him maybe back when he was with the Cavs again. I remember going with uh, Jose, who we used to work with. I remember we went to a game because our our boss had, like, season tickets, and it was free for, like, the – it wasn't free, but like they weren't going to the Cavs Bulls game. And we decided to take advantage of it. So I think I've seen LeBron twice. I just, it doesn't process in my brain as me seeing it. Like, and I would rather have an experience where I'm like, I definitely saw you play.
0: Yeah. It's something when you get older too. I feel like we kind of process those things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Cause like I've seen, like I saw Derrick Rose play his rookie year against Golden State. My dad bought us tickets me him my brother and my good friend taiwan and we were like let's go see Derek rose play he's the rookie our team wasn't winning tickets were we literally sat like on the floor for like 100 bucks a piece and which is cheap that's very cheap for bulls games basketball games nowadays and i just remember vividly i don't remember the whole game i remember golden state was okay. And it was an older Golden State. I don't even know if Steph Curry was there yet. I think he came the year after. And I remember at the end of the game, Derrick Rose is still in. And at some point we're yelling, like the fans are gone because the Bulls are up like 20 points. And I just remember yelling for Rose to dunk, to throw it down. And there's like two minutes left. And he takes off. He's setting up the ISO, crossover, takes off to, to throw down a dunk, and he gets fouled. And I was just like, dude, he hurt us. I was like, mm-hmm. he for sure. Cause when there's no fans there, you can hear almost mm-hmm. like, you hear the, the the players chatter too. And so I was like, all right, that, I remember that, but I don't remember like watching him play. Like I don't have that vivid memory of watching him play. So LeBron is a must.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've seen Zach Levine, we've seen this Bulls team, we've seen Kobe White. Like I remember seeing those guys play. That was a couple years ago mm-hmm. against Toronto. Which is pretty cool.
1: I definitely need to see Durant as well. He's another one where you can't really go your lifetime without seeing. And he's getting He's he's really good. He's pro, he might be the best player in basketball right now, on paper. Like Giannis is really good or whatever. But like he's at his peak. He's at his best right now. Take advantage of seeing him. So also with this Nets team, him, Harden. Irving, if they're healthy, especially Game One, we might as well look for tickets to the Bucks. They might, it might be the rain night,
0: so it might be super expensive, but we could try. I wonder how many. I wonder, do they play each other once in each each city because they're in different divisions? Is that how that works?
1: Um, that I'm not entirely sure. So, I'm not I'm not sure how. Like Eastern conferences. I know you play everyone in your everyone in your uh division four times, I believe. And then yeah. everyone in like outside your division, there's a bunch, maybe besides a couple teams, you play three times and you play a couple of teams twice. I could be wrong, but they play the Nets in New York or in Brooklyn, January they play them again they play february
0: in milwaukee again okay so maybe uh so they play 4 times so they do okay that's good so we have time i don't the first game is going to be nuts because of i mean the nets should be healthy right kyrie was missing some games there harden was a little beat up in the playoffs the bucks they get rid of pj tucker and they 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 brought in somebody else. I can't remember. It was a good pickup acquisition. But then again, it's... How hard is it going to be to get tickets? Uh, either mm-hmm. way, it's going to happen. Either way, it's going to happen. And
1: then they played the
2: Lakers November. In, in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee? Okay. Hopefully, it's not a rest day for LeBron. You can <laughs> bet your ass he's going to have quite a few rest days.
1: Yeah, I... Th- I think against Milwaukee, no. Hopefully against Chicago, no. But those are definitely a couple options for us to go to. And yep. like, I would like to see the Bulls play against some of these teams, but obviously the Bucks won the championship. You're going to get very good games from these two teams.
2: Easy drop, drive to get there.
0: It'll be fun. It'll definitely be fun. But with that being said, The main focal point for everybody right now, that's anybody.
2: Season starts September 9th, the NFL. We
0: got some predictions. I looked through the list of the divisions. We can start with the... Let's start with our division. You're a Bears fan, I'm a Packers fan, or conference, I should say. We'll start with the NFC. You can lead. I'll let you start off this one.
1: All right. So, we're going to go over our division winners. A couple teams that'll make the wild card. There's going to be three teams this year. Last Even year, better. Last year, we did two. And, like, it, it wasn't implemented yet. So, there's three extra teams that are able to make it. And then we'll pick our Super Bowl picks. We don't go through, like, a full bracket. There's no use. So, starting with the West, I think... The team that comes out on top is going to be the Los Angeles Rams. They're a very solid team. They have a great defense. I think because the Rams now have Stafford over Goff, it just instantly makes them the best team in that division. The Seahawks, they went 12-4 and four last year. We know they're great. I just feel a little bit of a regression from that team. I don't necessarily know if they've like added much to their team, so that's not great. The Cardinals are going to be good. The 49ers should be pretty good. They're having QB competition right now. They had a lot of guys on, it, on IR last year. They finished 6-10. and 10. But right now, division winner, I'm going with the Rams. NFC South, this is such an easy pick this year. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Last year, the Saints took it. It was pretty much a coin flip. I think the Saints won both games against the Bucs, which made them have the yeah division. They went 6-0 in the division, which gave them the division for last year. Drew Brees is gone. They have Jameis at quarterback. I just don't see it. Tampa Bay. NFC East. This, I, <laughs> this is the first time I'm thinking about this division. Every other division I feel like I have on lock. I, the Washington football team took it with seven and nine last year. They got Fitzpatrick, right? Yeah. Yeah. They got Fitzpatrick at quarterback. Uh, I am just going to go. I feel like this is another toss up division, not a great division, but it's a toss up. I'm just going to go with the Cowboys with Dak being back. Zeke have them and then I'll go with the Packers for the North. I don't really think it's going to be close. Justin Field starts day one and he's a beast. Maybe they could get close but I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to have another super efficient season and it's going to be hard to lose as the Green Bay Packers. I'll wait for my
2: wild card team. you pick your division winners? So I have the same
0: literally the same division winners. <laughs> um th- th- as you mentioned the NFC East is the toughest simply because even though all of those teams sucked were horrible the last hell the last 2 years they all have this weird potential to be really good including like the Eagles who were 4 and 11 My pick is the Cowboys simply because Dak Prescott started off hot. I know he has an injury right now in the preseason. Apparently, he's going to be good to go for the start. Um, He had the freak injury. Washington has a very, 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 very good football team. They do have Fitzmagic. The defense is great. We saw Chase Young light it up in his rookie year, surrounded by some other studs. I still don't think that they will. It's going to be close. And even the Giants, even the Giants could technically be give a run in the East because Daniel Jones is another year older. He's proven that he is not the worst quarterback, although there are videos of him surfacing in camp where he is completely missing receivers. So we'll see what happens there. But the return of Saquon Barkley as well. Not sure if he's going to start right away. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, So that's the East in a nutshell, right? Uh, NFC North, Green Bay Packers, no reason they shouldn't go at least 12 and 5 and take the division because there's 17 games now. Um, Chicago will give a good run. I think that eventually, even if Andy Dalton continues to start and does well, he's got to do well enough to the fact that they are winning. They went 8-8 eight and eight last year with Mitch Trubisky, who I felt like this team had troubles finding their identity on the offense. It wasn't until mid late in the season, Montgomery started to kick it up a notch. So I think the bears could be okay and compete. But again, ultimately Aaron Rodgers with the last dance. NFC South again. Is it really a question? Drew Brees is gone. The saints are a mediocre team. They are no better than the Panthers and the Falcons, but I guarantee you that the bucks are the best in that division and the NFC West NFC West is probably the toughest division because 49 ers six and ten last year. I can almost guarantee it's they're they're going to be a five hundred team. And actually, I don't see anybody in that division being under five hundred. But I am going with the Rams simply because their defense is locked down. They just added Stafford. They still have the talented receivers. Um, running back situation. I know Cam Akers is out for the season.
1: They just traded for uh, Sony Michelle today.
0: So, exactly. They trade for Sony Michelle. They trade for Sony Michelle. So, I mean, they essentially are missing nothing. I think that they end up taking the division. It's going to be close with the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the 49ers. They're all going to be in that bunch. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up taking two wild card spots out of the uh, three. But that is my divisional winners. And if you want, I will give you my wild card prediction as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think I have mine too.
0: Okay. My wild card prediction. So there's 3. Um there's 3 this year. Last year we had the Bucks, the Saints, oh no, I'm sorry, the Bucks, the Rams,
2: and the Bears. Yeah.
0: This is tough. But I see the Bears taking at least the third wild card spot. NFC South is going to have no wild card teams. NFC East is going to have no wild card teams. I predict the Seahawks and I think the Cardinals will be better. They should be better defensively with the addition of JJ Watt. I'm going to go Seattle, Cardinals and Bears as the three wild card teams.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I have those exact three as well. I think the Bears could sneak in As you mentioned, the two divisions, the South and the East, are just so weak. So you have three options out of the West. I think two of them take it. Why not the 49ers? I just think, why not the 49ers over the Cardinals? You probably are thinking similarly. Kyler Murray is established. They have a good receiving core. They signed J.J. Watt. They're solid. I just think the downfall of the 49ers is going to be their quarterback play and a reason why they could lose some of the games that are probably winnable for them. Their defense is going yeah. to be top tier, but their quarterback probably going to be the downfall. If not, I think the 49ers are just right next. They're knocking on the door to the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I completely <laughs> agree. 49ers, their defense, like, like you said, they were hurt last year. And actually, the fact that they want six and ten, and we're only two games away from Arizona, who was pretty much healthy the whole season, it, it is technically a toss-up. But I still feel like Arizona is progressing a little bit more, and did progress in the off-season. So,
1: mm-hmm. so that so is the, our NFC
0: picks. Now, now the AFC. AFC. AFC's tough. AFC's very, very tough. I'll start off the AFC. And then you can go with your wild card. I'm going to start off in the AFC West only because to me, that is a given as long as Pat Mahomes is under center. So Kansas City Chiefs by a landslide in the AFC West. The Raiders were a 500 team. Chargers were right there. Um, Gabbert is still... I'm sorry, not Gabbert. Wow. Um, The Chargers uh, quarterback... I should say Hibbert is good. He's very good. And I do, or Herbert is very good. And I do think that he is, has one of the best arms for being only a second year guy about to be a second year guy. But at the end of the day, besides Justin Herbert to Keenan Allen and the defense, yeah, they have Bosa, they have some other talent. They have some pretty good defensive backs. I just don't really see them challenging the Chiefs too much in that division. Um, I know that they did give Mahome's troubles last year. There was a game where they gave him some troubles, but ultimately, he ended up going fourteen and two. I don't see him losing more than three or four games in the season at AFC North, that one is another toss up because you have the Steelers who turned it around last season, want ape shit. Baltimore Ravens, obviously top-tier defense. Lamar Jackson had a down year compared to the year before. Still won 11-5. And, and then you have the Browns, who is super loaded offensively. For that division, I'm going to go Baltimore. I do believe Baltimore is going to get take the division this year simply because their defense. Pittsburgh... I'm changing. I'm going Pittsburgh again in the AFC North. I just was thinking about it. They they drafted Harris at running back. They're still stocked. Big Ben lost a bunch of weight. He's looking good. Juju stayed with Pittsburgh. They, they have a great... They have Chase Claypool... They they have an excellent all round offense, and their defense to me is, I'm not going to say that it's better than Baltimore's, but it's right there. Their defense was great last year, so I'm sticking with Pittsburgh there. In the AFC East, this one's tough too because New England looks way better than what they did last year, but ultimately it's one of those I still think the Bills are very powerful offensively and defensively are very good too. So I'm going to stick with Buffalo. They were seven and one at home last year in the division. They went undefeated. They went six and oh. AFC South. Another toss up the Colts. They go out. Obviously they have Phillip rivers last year. They go 11 and five Tennessee. We know what Tennessee has to offer. Defense was actually not as good last year, but their offense stepped it up. They have Julio Jones. Houston could be good. Jacksonville, they want one in 15. I give them three more wins simply because of Trevor Lawrence. I still don't think they're going to do anything. Houston, it's going to take a lot for them. There's a lot going on with Deshaun Watson. Obviously, we don't know what is to happen with Deshaun Watson and this team, let alone his illegal stance. Um, So to me, it's a toss up between the Colts, between Tennessee Colts, obviously, Establish a pretty damn good running game with Jonathan Taylor. Colts. It's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Carson Wentz now. If he starts and he's healthy, I think he could do good things. But I'm going to go with Tennessee. One final run for Tennessee. I don't know how many more runs they're truly going to have. But with the addition of Julio, it opens up. Somehow it's going to open up the run game even more. Because now you have two deep threats. Two great route runners with A.J. Brown. And even though they lost Corey Davis, it's okay because they have Julio Jones. So I'm going to go Tennessee.
1: All right. Pretty much the same for me, except in the AFC North. I am going to go with the Browns. I feel like the yep. Browns will take the division this year. I feel like Baker is about to take the next step. Their defense is going to be solid. We saw in the playoffs last year they destroyed the Steelers, if I remember correctly. So yeah. Yeah. With that, I just think the Browns there's th- this is another division where there's three good teams and I I think you're going to be the same with me. Whatever team you didn't pick to win the division, the other two teams are going to be a wild card spot.
2: Yep. Yeah,
1: so I'm my first two teams going to go Steelers, Ravens in the wild card. This last team though, I am struggling to pick up what is going to, who's going to be the last team could easily pick the Colts. It's just, I don't know what Carson Wentz is going to be like Philip Rivers. He wasn't like great, but he managed the team. They were able, he was able to get games won, especially with the defense that they had. Is their defense can be as electric as they were last year. I don't know. They allowed 362 points, which rounded out to 18, 18 points per game really low are they going to be in 18 points per game this year and is Wentz going to keep up i don't know uh you got the west which the raiders or the chargers could step up i don't necessarily think so this is gonna be a weird team but i think the dolphins will sneak in as a third spot
0: that's not a bad pick the dolphins are a very good football team I mean just from the simple fact that they turned their franchise around trade deadline 2 years ago they traded for draft picks and you know traded away pretty good players for draft picks and they also got players in return Tua doesn't look bad the defense is good they I I can see them winning 11 games this year will it get them in the playoffs. I think that could be a wild card. I think 11 or 12 wins will solidify wild card status with a 17 game
2: season. Who's your third team? So
0: definitely Ravens and Browns. And I, my third team, this is very tough. this is tough. Like you said, the Raiders could be good. I'm just going through like, who's got what on the, uh, you know, and and the Patriots, I feel like may turn it around, but ultimately I'm going to stick with the dolphins are going to make a run. I think the dolphins are going to make a run as well. I, I, I personally do like the dolphins team. Um, the fact that they did what they did last year. Um, I like Tua. I don't even know who who is their they have Miles Gaskin. Can't forget about Miles Gaskin. Um we don't know what's gonna happen with their receiving core. That's kind of a toss up there because they do have Devontae Parker. Will Fuller, I think, is suspended. I don't know how long he's suspended for. Um let's see. Will Fuller is suspended six
2: games for PEDs, so we'll see what ends up happening there. I know that he oh he's actually missing one game,
0: so that's going to complete a six-game suspension carried over from last year. So mm. and he's always dangerous. So you had him with Devonte Parker, who Devonte Parker had a little bit of an off year last year. He only caught sixty three balls for almost eight hundred yards, but it's just one of those you just never know what's gonna happen. Um, you know, and then obviously with the uh defensive side, Xavion Howard, ten interceptions last year, led the league. Very good defensive backs. They got uh Jerome Baker, Raquan Davis, nose tackle, um some other guys back there too. So we'll see what ends up happening. I think that they are actually going to be in an 11 and 16 and they're, they're going to, they're going to pull it off. They're going to make the wild card.
1: Okay. So with that out of the way, we're going to give our super bowl predictions. I'll go first because I already know what you're going to say. People at home don't, this is going to be weird. So AFC, got to go with the chiefs. Like there's just no way to pick against them right now. I just don't see a team that can compete. Maybe the Browns or like a team from the AFC North. I don't know. I still think the chiefs are unreal. No matter what NFC. Could be easy to pick the Packers. Went with them last year. I don't want to give the same prediction. Could be easy to pick the Buccaneers. They won the Super Bowl. I don't know if they're going to have the same same run they are this year. I I'm going to go with who I picked to win the NFC West, the Los Angeles Rams. Weird weird selection. What I'm doing like uh it's just it's just a feeling. I have no really facts behind it. I just feel like the defense of the Rams could click and Matt Stafford could just be the X factor.
0: Yeah, he very I mean, yeah. This was supposed to be the matchup two seasons ago. So we'll see what ends up happening there. Um, I think that I am going to go with the Chiefs as well. I don't see how, unless there's an injury somewhere, and like you said, an AFC North team just literally kicks out because any three of those teams, the top three in the AFC North, are as right there. NFC North. I'm going to stick with my predictions from last year. I'm going Green Bay simply because Green Bay should have been in the dance last year. They should have, they outplayed, Rodgers outplayed Tom Brady, but the play calling was better on the Tampa Bay side, clearly. And let's face it, you pick off Brady two or three times in a game and you are forced to punt from within your 20 multiple times. Brady's defense is nuts, but I don't know if they will have the same success this year. Brady's only another year older. I know everybody thinks he is like a vampire. He's never going to age. He'll never retire. But this is the last dance for Rodgers. And here's the thing. If Rodgers wins, let's just say he's done with Green Bay after. For sure, right? They reconstruct. He's one year. He's done. If he wins... The contract he is going to get is nuts, no matter where he goes. Then there's this one-off chance where he might rekindle his love for Green Bay and say, well, let's do another two-year contract, one-and-one. One. So regardless, it's only going to work out and benefit Rodgers to really pull one out. Finally, since 2010, 2011, and, and I, do, I think they have the team to do it. They added to the defense. The defense was the best it's been since they last won the, the Super Bowl. The offense is good. They bring in Randall Cobb. They're rekindling that relationship. Great slot receiver, even at his age. Devonte Adams, the name, the game speaks for itself. He is arguably the best receiver in the game for the last couple of seasons. They have the run game. They brought back Aaron Jones. A.J. Dillon, back up to him, is incredible. He's had a couple big runs in
2: preseason already. So I think that
0: Green Bay only got better in the offseason. And Jair Alexander, Eric Stokes, Kevin King, we'll see what happens with him. Don't know he's good and bad. Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos. I, I like Green Bay. I personally think Green Bay, on paper matches up with Tampa, and when it comes down to the talent on both sides of the ball, Aaron Rodgers, to me, edges out Tom Brady. Um,
2: Do you want to give your winner of the Super Bowl?
0: Uh, Should we have wait to till the Ch- playoffs? I would just have to go with the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, I probably would... Uh, I'm going to go with, I would go with the chiefs as well over green Bay. Last year I said green Bay over the chiefs. So I am switching up my prediction a little bit.
1: It's just, it's so easy to pick the chiefs. I get it. People listening are probably like, duh, like, of course you're going to say that. They're just so good. It's like, you're playing Madden franchise and you've edited some of your players to just dominate the league. Can't go against
2: them.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you were a gambling man, that's how I look at it. Sometimes you got to take the fan cap off, right? If you were betting your house, realistically, who would you bet on? Kansas City all day. Why would you bet against Pat Mahomes ever? (laughs) Why would you bet your house? But you know what I mean.
2: So, yeah, we we both have the Chiefs for
1: that. And just hoping for a good NFL season. Next week, the games are going to start. We wanted to do our NFL predictions this week to give you guys time to actually listen to this episode. And next week we could talk about the games itself, whatnot. We're one week away; preseason's almost over.
0: Yes, first game of the season is actually next Thursday. From no, it's the ninth. Oh, it's two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, we're it's still the twenty fifth. Hmm. Okay. we still got some time, but that's fine. That's fine. Next week, may or may not have a special guest. Stay tuned. But we may give a little bit of fantasy insight now that fantasy season's around. We we do plan on implementing that. I'm big on daily fantasy sports with basketball, with football. So we definitely will integrate a couple-minute segment into our weekly episodes as we roll out the NFL season. So make sure you guys tune in. But I think that's going to wrap up the episode. Healy, is there anything else you want to add? No. All right. So that's it, guys. Make sure you tune in. Follow us on social media, SR Only Pod. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube. Hit that like. Hit that download button. And we'll see you guys next week.